What's in your pockets, assholes? We're gonna take out our beaters and our biters, and we're not gonna beat it to it. This is Slow Readers. Hit the theme music. Bird noise. This is our welcome, listener readers, I should say. Outstanding introduction, Daniel. Two slow readers. Truly outstanding introduction. Your fast-paced literature podcast. It's so fast, I just can't even believe it. We're starting faster. We're so fast, we're actually starting... Jesse Quick. Before the music. It is Jay Garrick. It is Barry Allen. And give me one more flash, Daniel. I don't know. I barely rec. I didn't know what names you were to remember. They were, they were the Flash. Okay. I don't know the, the last Flash. one's Wally West or right. Bart Allen. Uh, this is Slow Raiders brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Hey, that's us. Where you get the coolest, hippest, hottest, most fastest pacedest. Dippin' dotsest. Dippin' dotsests. Ice cream in the future. Uh, podcast, Discussion radio stuff. about literature. Disco- well, we well specifically this one's about it's, the whole thing isn't going to be. Oh no, it's right now. We're we had a, we had a show about uh, punk rock movies for a while. Yeah, um, currently dormant. Currently, currently, it's currently Jamie dormant. dormant. It's Jamie Dormant. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a reference to something? I don't know. It's uh, north of the Dakota. Emma Johnson. Go on. Uh, what's, what's, what's it south of? What's it south of? It is uh south of. The James River. Okay, you lost it. Hey! I am your co-host, Daniel Gonzalez. Hello, Daniel Gonzalez, 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 Gonzalez. Audio producer, writer, producer, and an author. That's very true. An author of letters. You're on a low-key of low-key schemes. Yes, I am low-key... I'm not going to go that down that route. Dream Garden. Gabriel, who are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I am a comedian. I'm a writer. I'm an audio producer. And uh, I'm currently working on my first comic book. So hopefully that'll be oh. pretty cool. Uh, are, are, are you? I am. How's that going with you? So, so slowly. Dale, you know, you know, <laughs> longtime listeners know I am the biggest fan of a Roy Lichtenstein classic uh, pop artist, um, creator and reproducer of famous uh, 60s, 50s style romance comic panels. So, you know, I'm a big fan of those. Yes, and I knew everything that you just said, what that is. I'm an art guy. Just like all of our listeners. Totes. Just totally never out of the loop. Ever. Agreed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this show. What is the show? Once again, we are a real literature literature show. Literature show. Literature, we, I we, said literature show. <laughs> We're a real literature show, we swear, we promise this is real, and if you're only here, for whatever reason, if you're only here to listen to Hobbit Talk, Hobbit Talk, about, by J.R. Tolkien's We're gonna talk to Hobbit. the Hobbitsies. If you only want to talk about books, you only hear about books, again, we swear, we're a real literature show, swipe up, scroll down, there is our show notes, and you can skip straight ahead to the literature talk, that's gonna be down there in the time codes, otherwise, fucking hang! Yeah, and don't always expect this level of energy from me because I'm a few wines in and I'm, I'm, I'm in. putting my back into just like being a podcast host and uh, you we know, want those RTs. What do, we do want those RTs, but I feel like I can't oh, keep this. Oh, what? Um, what is this episode oh, part of? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, so this is uh, for listeners who are just popping in because again, we're going to be covering a very popular book later mm. on the show called Some Damn Thing. And uh, we're called There and Back Again. There and Back Again. Uh, that's a subtitle. It was never a subtitle for the movies, which was a huge missed opportunity. What was the subtitle for the first movie? The first one is An Unexpected Journey, which, yeah, well, originally, okay, not, okay, no, we're getting too far into it, but we'll talk about it when we actually... <laughs> Slow down. We're, we're, you yeah. almost talked about books. I'm sorry. This is such a fast-paced literature podcast. We almost mm-hmm. jumped, we almost jumped past the Ow, book. my neck. Past the book talk into the adaptation talk. Whoa, easy there, J.K. Simmons, trying to encourage me to play the drums beyond my capacity, but seeing my potential. Still never saw that movie. So good. But hey, this isn't a show about tangents. Mm-hmm. But you asked me a question. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is the second episode where we are following... The first properly labeled one, I hope. Yes. Oh, I forgot to label the last one still. I know. I can always go back and do that when Please I'm do. uploading this. You'll see that. We want but, our uh, This is the second episode of the... Dude, uh, your bruise looks terrible. Yeah, well... <laughs> No, hold on. This is not a show about tangents. Okay. Let's not talk about a horrendous bruise that looks awful. It looks really bad. It's it's fine. I, yeah. I, I had blood taken out, all right? And, like, basically, like, there's, like, the spot that it was. You know, I've had a lot of blood taken in my life. Like, uh-huh. like that's not even an exaggeration. I've had a lot of blood so taken. Why, yeah. But, I mean, I think I've had more blood taken. Not, not that this is a contest or anything, but I've had more. I can bet I've had more blood taken than you. Okay, and, yeah, right, right. 
It's never looked that bad. It looks like you got a wicked hickey on your arm in your elbow pit. Okay, for for our listeners out there, it doesn't look. It looks like like there's a bruise forming around. It the looks thing. like a wolf bit it it's, and then licked it. It's because she was fine. a she wolf. It's it's fine. It Daniel looks like a bruise. is having sex with she wolves. It's not like it's not like the fucking end of goddamn Requiem for a Dream I hear or anything a like that. A lot of howling. So yes, this is the second episode where we're following the Strand eighty. The Strand eighty. Theme music, ready, go. Crickets, 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 chirp, chirp, crickets, chirp, chirp, crickets, chirp, crickets, chirp, chirp, crickets, chirp, chirp, crickets, chirp. Here we go. It's a strand. Here we go. And the band. There we go. We play. We hide. We go. We rock in the books. And then that's how he looks. Gabriel, I thought I don't have rhythm. That was horrible. It was awful. Like we, I started we, sweating, and then I hit the <laughs> pop filter. We, we had a rhythm, and then you broke it immediately. I am such a bad rapper. <laughs> I know. So am I, I'm sure. But I don't I don't try. <laughs> well, you know what? That's fine. I started uh, sweating. What's that horrible kind of uh, inspirational thing? It's like you miss all the shots you never take. That's true. But you know what? I'll never be a rapper. That's fine. Anyway. Anyway, the strand. So this is the second episode of the strand eighty. Where basically uh, in the previous episode we rolled a an eighty sided die where we select one of the eight, top. What what are they considered? Like the top eighty reader favorites. Reader are they reader favorites or are they like, like strand like eighty featured? Whatever? Basically, it's reader favorites. Reader favorites. Okay. For those who don't know, the Strand is the biggest bookstore in the world, located and the in and the coolest, located in the East Village of New York City, and we are doing their top eighty books. Mm-hmm. And we will go what to what up, Strand? We will go to the one in L.A., the really big. St- What's it called again? It's not. It's called the Last Bookstore. The Last Book. We'll go there and unfavorably compare it to the Strand, which is what I do with all my future girlfriends. Anyway, so uh, we pick one of the random books from the eighty. Yeah, I'm like, like oh my, <laughs> just rolled past it. Um, we are, yeah, we're gonna pick one. Last time we did uh, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn by Betty Smith, who I mm. almost always call Betty White. Sure. And uh, this time we were going. We did another one. What is it? I don't know. It's in the title. Plus we said the, we said the title. The unexpected already. journey. But um, yeah, just the just the first half of the first book, which is only one of the three movies. Anyway, the we'll, army we'll of get, five we'll battles. Get, we'll get to it. We're not there yet. Um, but yeah, so that's what the this precious. is. And hopefully, I think I think next week we're gonna take a break from the strand eighty and do something off. I think so. We should do something small. But anyway, we'll. we'll How talk. about we roll? And then if we don't feel like doing it, we take a break. How about we can always roll for the next one, but we don't necessarily need to do it okay, next that's week. Fair. How about that? Sure. Um, so look forward Again, to that. Again, we're a real literature show. Guys and gals. Anyway. Meisels. So before we go, before we go to our Mrs. book talk. Mrs. We are. Mrs. Meisel? Mrs. Meisel. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> what we're going to do, I have a little segment I want to bring up. And we haven't done this in, well, like one ep- We only had like one episode since all those reruns. True. Um, is that it? LA, also, baby. This, the first time we're going to do this in Top Gallant Walking Closet. Hey. Uh, LA based, if I could say it. Is that our true detective review show? No, I would love to do that, to be honest with you. But, mm-hmm. what's that face mean? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. How Have you seen any of the new uh, episodes? I have not. At all? No. Oh, I think I'm a, I was I meant to do so in a hotel room in St. Louis, but I feel like um gosh, there was a I, here's what it was. So once upon a time we had a show called Sex and Violence on a Top Gun Network, Sex co-hosted and by Rest His Soul, beautiful, magnificent bastard Ryan Snyder. Ryan the Snyder. I was trying to convince Ryan for many many months to start a podcast with him and his wife, where it was going to be called True Romance, and it was going to be. Ryan forcing his wife to watch every episode of True Detective and his wife making him watch every episode of True Blood. And it was going to be a uh, real-life couple talking about media and pop culture, alternating episodes of True Detective and True uh, Blood. And basically, you have a hard time getting into True Detective now because it just kind of reminds you of that. Or basically, maybe a little bit, but also mainly because, guys, it's really apparently difficult to get anyone to commit to doing a podcast. (laughs) It is. It's kind of difficult. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Other people, not other people, are less busy than us. But I mean, we're actually pretty fucking. Hey, busy man. Right what now. episode number is this? We're. Uh, uh, are we in the nineties yet? No. I think. Fucking way. Technically, we should be at ninety like four, but we took, we took two weeks break. Yeah. But no. Okay. That, that's a fine. Anyway, this isn't a true detective show. Anyway, you had a segment. I have a segment. It's the first time we're doing this in L.A. Okay. It's a anecdotes and gables. Hit the theme music. We did it last week. Hit the fucking theme music. We did it last week. What was it last week? It was me and the whole anchor story. 
What was the anchor story? When I whipped, when I pulled out my anchor, which you gave me for for my birthday. Oh, you whipped and I your almost phone? hit a, I almost hit an old woman in the face with my phone. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Anyway. Well, this dan, is the second dan, time. Dan, then. Dan, anecdotes. Dan, 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 See, that sounds better when we do it like that. Well, it does. You're supposed to keep on going when they go Gables to find a way to harmonize at that point. So, Dan, that's Gables. Anyway. Okay, uh, I forgot. I should have actually... No, He's I, Dan. Well, I didn't I'm Gabe. Yes. These are fables and anecdotes about our lives. Yes, a uh, little personal anecdotes. They don't have anything to do with anything besides something that happened to us. Usually embarrassing. Usually embarrassing. Last time, I almost hit an old woman in the face you with my anchor. It was Daniel's her. birthday gift to me. I almost hit her in the fucking face you with my phone. beamed her. It you was terrible. You was hit her. Anyway. I keep on imagining what she would have been like if I hit her face, bloody nose, crying. What have you done to me? <laughs> anyway. And the professor being like, get out, run. Anyway, so... Uh, Gabriel, you know me as being a not superstitious person at all. You are not very superstitious. You deny writing on the wall. 13-month-old babies, no way. Nothing like that. 13-month-old Seven babies. Seven years, bad luck. 13-month-old? <laughs> do people seriously, like, shun their 13-month-old babies? 13 yeah, that's you're, you're a year old at that point. Well, yeah, we, we were up one in a I'm broke done looking glass. Anyway, so, you know I'm not a superstition. You don't, I was when pushing When you believe it. in things to understand, you suffer. Yeah. Very superstitious. Okay. I don't... Wait, what was that? Sorry. What? What did you say? I, so I, th- I thought you were taking a different direction. When you believe in things you understand, you suffer. Very superstitious on the way, I think. What's that a reference to? Those are the lyrics to Superstitious by Stevie Wonder. How would I have known that? Why would you not know that? It's one of the most famous songs of all time. By Stevie Wonder? I don't listen to Stevie Wonder. Why not? It's, I don't know. Stevie. I don't, I'm actually not a huge fan of Stevie Wonder. Really? Yeah. He's he's like uniform... It's like not liking Queen. I get it, but why? Well, I mean, uh, well, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't. It's like Queen. I don't listen. Are to you Queen. not a Motown guy at all? What's it? No, not. I mean, no. Like you basically, like fringe soul. I like I like soul. You know, I like, like my Sam Otis Redding. Like my Otis Redding and my my. That's not that's not Motown. It's not Motown. I don't really. No, I'm not a. Huge, they were like huge, Sun Records. I'm not a huge huge fan of, of Motown. I also don't like barbershop quartets. I what mean, does that have to do with Stevie Wonder? I'm just saying I don't like some things. Well, you should listen to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> and I don't. He's and it's, it's not that I don't like Queen. I just don't listen to Queen. I also mm-hmm. haven't listened to like a Beatles album in like years. Really? Yeah. Oh okay. Well, I mean, Beatles. They only had like fucking you know how many albums? Eleven. Anyway, uh, so, Gabriel, mm-hmm. uh, so I was pushing the superstition thing uh, to the, its most extreme when I was at my most vulnerable, and I really started to feel like I was going to pay for the price. You, you're, I, you are not a superstitious person. No. I know this about okay. you. So, I was on a flight. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, I never, I didn't mention this on air. Uh, I took two planes to get from Pennsylvania, which went to Detroit, and then uh, and then a much bigger flight, like a 747, to L.A. You went a full-on, like, Boeing? What's that? I've never been on a big 747. It was, it was a big old plane, to be honest. I don't know the difference between plucking planes. But the first one was I took a second story? was a small little plane, not like not like a, a doctor killer, as you call them. Sure. But like, but like something that like can hold. I don't know how many people it held. Like, like a bus. Uh, it, it was like it was like a bus in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was shaky. It was loud, and I think it only went to like twenty eight thousand feet. Sure. Um, I was in like the worst position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 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 thing was so small that you couldn't put your carry on above the thing. They actually had to keep them at the front of the plane. And it was very shaky. It was the first time I flew since I was like seven. Daniel, where else have you flown? Uh, I, when I was seven, I went to Disneyland. Oh, so, so you've been to, you've been like Anaheim. What? Sure. Well, Disneyland's California. Disney World's no, Florida. Florida. So World. That, whatever, that one. World. Also, um, I think someone died in that plane, but whatever. Good God. Anyway, I was seven. I don't fucking remember. It's oh, one of those things where the, like, this, you know. This is the part you're glossing over. Yeah, this is the part. That's not important. Anyway, so uh, so I was on that plane and I was super fucking nervous and scared and, you know, sad to be leaving my kitty cats behind and everything like sure. that. Sure. So I was very vulnerable. And your mom and, and dad. And again, I can't stress this enough. It was not a comfortable flight. Like, it no, was, I believe it. It was only like an hour, 45 minutes. I've only been on an Airbus in a, in a regional flight mm-hmm. and it was like a 45 minute flight. And it was awful. You can you cannot relax the whole time. When I was on the big plane, I was totally comfortable. I ate food. I had Mm -hmm. drinks. I read a book. I watched watched their sisters brothers. I watched a movie. I did even work. Mm -hmm. I got too drunk. And you fell in love? It was great. I fell in love. There was a really sweet... Uh, the, the lady nice, the next to me was very, very sweet. She was very nice. Yeah. Um, she sang but, Stevie Wonder songs to you, but she didn't know what they were? No, she did not. She sang... How um, dare uh, you? <laughs> she just called and said she loved you? Go on. Anyway. So, like... And so, for me, taking this very small plane, being as nervous as I possibly can, trying... Also, on top of that... You can always kind of like rebuff your, your fears of flying by basically going like, listen, flying Statistics. is was way more like safe than people kind of like give it credit mm-hmm. for, you know, especially if you're not a flyer. 
However, when I took it, we were in the middle of a government shutdown. So, like, That's air true. traffic controls were really fucking, like, basically, there was that. There was monstrous snowstorms, especially around, like, Detroit and Pennsylvania at the time. Yeah. So, like, if there was an unsafe time to fly, it would be that. It was then. Uncomfortable, uncomfortable tiny Lenny little plane. Detroit. You know what I was reading? What were you reading? Story of a Shipwrecked Sailor. By... Uh, Garcia... I almost called him Barnell again. Garcia. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Marquez. Okay. Uh, so, and uh, basically how that, it, for people who don't know what that is, it's the true life. It's uh, uh, Garcia Marquez uh, recounting from the perspective of an actual sailor who was washed off the, washed off a. a, a he was a washed was up a, boxer. Was it a Colombian or, I think it was a Colombian uh, a boat. Uh, he gets washed off, uh, finds himself in the middle of like the, the, the ocean, gets stranded for like 20 days or whatever, and it basically somehow uh, makes his way back to his homeland. He gets celebrated as a hero. And then like the government just kind of like quietly just goes like, all right, now fuck off. Um, but basically like, so the beginning part of this, understandably, is going through like these incredibly turbulent weather. Sure. And basically this growing fear of like all of like this, it's all from like the sailor's perspective. Like again, he's telling Garcia Marquez the story. Garcia Marquez was writing as if he is that person. Yeah, basically, I mean, Marquez was a novelist as well as a journalist. Yes. And apparently this is the one that really ended his journalist career. It ended it? Yeah. Because um, basically it, like it. There was a story going around about what happened to him as he was hailed as a national hero. And in his conversation with Garcia Marquez's uh, paper, he basically said, like, there's a lot of things in there that didn't happen. Like, I was oh kind my. of told to present things a certain way, primarily because the, the fictional story is that there was a massive storm and him and his seven or eight friends were swept off and he's the only one who lived. Uh, because of a storm, in reality, there was no storm. The cargo ship, which, which is a, was a military ship, actually. It was a military okay. ship that was stuffed with uh, basically illegal and contraband. A monkey? Okay, sorry. Illegal contraband. It was a tiger. And, okay. like, it was overstuffed, and that is the reason why. And, like, the storm, and the sea was getting super, like, a thing. So, like, the, the boat actually, like, dipped below water and everything like oh, that. Oh, no. And so, yeah. So, like, it was it's a huge fucking thing mm -hmm. and basically once the once like garcia marquez's paper ran it uh they were all just like you can't do papers anymore so is this your long-winded way of telling me that you had a lot of cocaine in your carry-on no basically what i'm saying is that like in the early stages it's the sailor talking about like the increasing storm you were the tiger all along and no no this is that pie story okay this <laughs> house of pies house um, of pies but no this is it's, it was basically like me kind of reading the story as nervous as possible again on a shaky fucking flight that's taking off worried about storms reading about a, sh a, a fucking boat in the ocean about like this waves and him like kind of like going like we should be safe we should be safe like this is fine look at my partner he's a hardcore sailor he's perfectly fine and then things slowly going from like not like being like kind of like okay it's rough but it were good to oh my god one of my friends was just swept overboard and people and then like every basically like it was mirroring it could have mirrored exactly what was happening to me at that time. And if there was a moment, if I was a superstitious person, don't read. It's like watching a movie about a plane crash. You know, you don't do that. So, you know, personally, I welcome super... Like, I'm... I, 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 unlike you, I was raised Catholic. Mm. I was raised believing in a vengeful God. So personally, as part of my rebellion against that, I welcome bad luck charms. The personally, I carry a white lighter where I go. I'm all about three to a match. Mm -hmm. And um, I relish the opportunity to read something about dying while I might be about to die. Well, I tell you what. Like... I, I, I think I told you, oh. I might have mentioned on the show, that on the first time I was on a plane in years, I was flying down to Puerto Rico, a friend of the show, Tosh, mm. And um, I got pretty drunk, because of course I did, and I woke up in time to realize everyone was screaming around me, and apparently we were plunging, like, a hundreds of feet, and I haven't been on a plane in so long, I was like, this must be what turbulence is, and they went back to sleep. And then when I woke up, um, friend of the show, Tosh, still in the fetal position in the seat next to me, and I'm like... Did we almost die? She's like, we almost died. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was drunk and I fell asleep. That 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 is that is crazy. Um, when I was on the big plane, there was uh, we hit turbulence. There was turbulence in like both flights. In the bigger, sure. in the smaller one, it was much heavier. But in the big one, like we did hit turbulence, and she went ah, and she was a diamond. Who is she? What? You said she was. She went ah. Yeah, she went ah. Who was that? The lady next to me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So Daniel's alive. So he basically, made it. he read Marquez. Yeah, uh, basically, I was I was reading Marquez's story about like basically a boat going down when I was in a plane that felt like it was going down, and uh, and it was basically kind of I knew I was reading this. I'm like, this isn't helping my nerves right now, mm -hmm. but I didn't want mm -hmm. to take out another book because again, I was just so uncomfortable in that flight. And I feel like flights 
the short range fights are meant for phone games. That's what phone games are built for. Currently, I'm playing Mr. Gun, where you just shoot people in the head and you're side scrolling. Cool. Um, on my last um, short term flight, um, I happened to have my laptop on me and I played Shadowrun Returns. Nice. I tried. Uh, I still have like 10 minutes ago. I watched uh, Sisters Brothers on the other flight. Mm. I also got pretty drunk. The first time I got drunk all month because I was antibiotics. Hey, hey. So, yeah, that's Anecdotes and Gables. <clears throat> Gables. So, uh, yeah, so let's go on break. We've been going on for a while. Oh, have we? Yeah, no, we've been going on for a while. It's time to talk about books. We're going to talk about books, but before we do that, uh-huh. we'll break. So, break time, everybody. Let's do it. Welcome back to your hi, theater. everyone. Here's... <laughs> okay. Hopefully it glossed over my hi, everyone. Yeah, I think it did. I spoke over you. I misspoke a word. That's okay. And I meant to say, uh, here we are and back if you again. you heard that, just, just message at us. We'll apologize to you. Here we are back again. Or should I say, there and there back again. There and back again. Which is the subtitle of the book we're covering. <laughs> and, and, and also, in addition to that, driving through Los Angeles, which we did the other night, we might have suffered the desolation of smog. Oh, smog. It's like smog. Do you know? Do you, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, you, you didn't see the movies. Supposedly you say, yeah, like the smog isn't smog. It's like smog. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, Benedict well, Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. It was fine as a dragon. <laughs> I, I have never seen any of those movies. I have, however, seen Benedict Cumberbatch mocap for smog. Yeah. It, and it's awesome. It, it's, it's, I mean, God forbid, I mean, like, it, it really God goes forbid. to show. God forbid. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, like, God bless all actors who have to do mocap because, like, if you're on a table acting like a giant lizard, like, and you do it well, good for you, man. Dude, honestly, I bet it's a, I bet it's a dream come true that, honestly, uh, they don't have you ever taken an acting class before? No. I've taken several, actually, believe it or not. I'm not an actor. I, I am I am marginally very, very small percentage of me in acting talent as it is. Um, but taking acting classes are fun. And some of the very first ones you take, you do stupid ass shit, like pretend you're a lizard. Mm. So imagine being a successful professional actor and all of a sudden you get to pretend to be a lizard again. It's like, oh my god, day two of acting, I'm back. And uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he is he better to come back. The Arkenstone. Plays a very good uh, Arkenstone. 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 So uh, we're talking about The Hobbit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about The Hobbit, uh, a. Or? Yeah. The Hobbit <laughs> or There and Back Again by J.R.R. Tolkien. What does the J.R. stand for, Gabriel? Jonathan Richard Ravenstone. I knew you'd know that, you fucking nerd. I wouldn't know it all. What is it? Um, Jer- Jeremy. Pitcher. He has uh, posthumously. <laughs> jo- Jebediah. John Rudolph Randy. We should find out for real. John We're a real Randy show. Rudolph. Well, we do. I meant to look it up. You should look it up. You got a phone. <laughs> Dale, very clearly, you, you are... Backstory: Daniel is the Tolkien guy. I, and that's only John Ronald Reuel. What? John Ronald Reuel. Reuel. Royal. R e u e l. Royal. Reuel. Rule. Hold on. We'll use your website. Like Welsh or something like that. How to pronounce? Pronounce. Dot. Fucking con. John. Ronald. While you're doing that, so we're covering uh, The Hobbit, and uh, I tell you what, well, I know some back history about how this book came to be, um, which I think is actually pretty interesting. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong, if you're a Tolkien person, you know more than me. But... John Ronald Rule Tolkien. Rule. Okay. okay. Rule. John Ronald Rule. Okay, okay, all right, thank you. Jesus fucking all right, Gabriel, um, Tolkien fans out there know this information already, I'm sure. I'm going to give, like... who wants to start listening to this show by getting into The Hobbit knows everything about The Hobbit. Yeah, okay. I, out of all the people listening to this show right now, I know the least about Tolkien. Okay, Gabriel, this is how, this is how uh, the, oh, the, the quick Aww. version about The Hobbit came to be, right? Okay. Uh, Tolkien was an English professor. Sure. And he loved uh, mythology. Sure. And basically, I know that he had this thing about, like, why doesn't England, why doesn't England have its own mythology? Because, especially because, like, is that true? This kind of like Anglo-Saxon kind of culture didn't wasn't didn't find there. They well, moved first, there. Daniel, what year was this published? Uh, nineteen thirty, like three or six or something. What like do that? you mean England doesn't have its own mythology? Basically, he said he 
was wondering why England doesn't really have. Is he mean specifically like there's no like like England itself like like I mean there is countless Welsh. Uh, Thirty-seven. It's like like in the UK in general, there's countless mythology. I mean, I've I've well, gone English, on this. That's the thing, English. I I, I suppose. Or, but, but here's the thing, like it's so not no like, American mythology. It's, it's it's a strange thing to kind of like think about now because. The hard thing, the hard thing to think about, to accept, to think about, to think about. <laughs> the, the hard thing to kind of put your mindset is, is like where, like fantasy and fairy tale stories were in 1937. Sure. I mean, like because at this point, like you had like grim stories, you had all these other things, and those were fairy tales and such, and then you had mythology. But like there wasn't like Edith Hamilton. Fantasy wasn't a thing. Okay, and, I suppose. And don't get me wrong, like this is essentially supposed to be like like. A fairy tale book. Sure. Well, you know? finish your story. Finish your so, thought. So, uh, so Tolkien, uh, he felt like that was the case, and he started working on something that was basically just a compendium of like, a, like a, he basically was creating a second world just, just on his own, which, which would eventually be published as the Silmarillion. Sure. Silmarillion. 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 There's too many L's in that. It's, it's really awful. It's very annoying. So, uh, Silmarillion. Yeah, I was pronouncing it by like a different word for most of my life. Anyway, so here's, but like that. I mock you for it often. I think that was published after he died or like. The Silmarillion was in fact posthumous. Okay. I believe so. Posthumous. 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 Which is a word that apparently we were pronouncing wrong. Yes. And Um, we got in a bit of professional trouble with. We did. No, not really. We were fine. We almost get. We almost yelled at. This is like the second time in a week I would have went to somebody and be like, "Why'd you do this wrong?" Just to find out that it was me. They were right. Yeah, yeah they were right. And I was just like, "All right, I'm sorry." Anyway, so um, so basically he was working on this, which wasn't a story. It was basically him just like developing like mythology for something. Sure. And then I supposedly what happened is that he was an English professor and he was working on I think like uh English professor for an English English professor too. So <laughs> then again, I'm pretty into that. Tolkien. English professor. Okay. Uh, so, like, and he was creating, like, a bunch of, like, boring student papers and everything like that. And at some point, he just kind of got, like, so bored with the, just, like, these, like, kind of mundane, like, kid, like, student papers or whatever. Sure. That he, like, pulled out a piece of paper and wrote something along the lines of, like, uh, there once was a hole there in the ground. There was a little guy of hairy feet in a hole. There were, in, the, in the place called the Shire, there was a hole, and in the hole lived a hobbit. And, mm-hmm. like, basically from there, he was like, well, I'm going to create this this fairy tale story about like this creature called this this little person called a hobbit and a bunch of and like a bunch of dwarves come to his dale and he goes on a magical adventure and it's and at that point it he doesn't he didn't necessarily make a lot of this up like a lot of like the, the history of mythology and everything like that as a, as a, at the time he was drawing off of like his similarian mm-hmm. and everything so gorillionaire so yeah and then that's how and then basically so he drew upon that so he had like this whole the, like the fucking geography and history and everything sure. worked out. Runes and dwarves. Yeah. I, oh my god, I hate this introduction That's so much. Uh, you're kind of on your own by there. Yeah, pretty <laughs> so much. So when you get angry over thing over like the little note about like how like um they he pronounces like dwarves with an F as opposed to like dwarves like with a V. It's like I was like, oh really? Okay. I don't know. And okay. you went. Rah, 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 I was rah, furious. Rah, rah. Right. Who, does Who does this? Uh, um, so, this uh, 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 Who does this? Huh? Who does this? That's his dad. Dad. For those who are not seeing this podcast, um, <laughs> Daniel was doing like a, like a Donkey Kong kind of thing where fists were like no, up, up and down. It's a, a what's his name? Is it Spritel? What Spritel? Is that the name of the dad? No, it's just Pops. What well, Pops? That's Pops, his name? Pops. Okay, okay, it's just Pops. It's been a while since I saw it's the John Goodman, movie. Susan Sarandon. It's a fucking great movie. By I the love way. it. It's a great, so such a good movie. Much. Not even not sarcastic. Yeah. All. It's a good right. movie. But anyway, so let's get into this thing. Everyone knows what the Hobbit is. If you listen to this show, you know what the Hobbit is. Either you've seen the movies or you've seen Lord of the Rings. We don't need to tell you what the Hobbit is. Yeah, it's it's like there's it's not a little fella gets connived and joked into a jerk and an adventure by a wizard to join some dwarves to recover their lost treasure. Yeah, and... Protected by a dragon. Incidentally, there is a big battle. Incidentally at the end. As opposed... As like an afterthought. Just so happens there's a battle. Yes. And and don't get me wrong, like... Yeah, so, so okay, so like, I, yeah, you're I right. I want to start it's... off this, Daniel. Okay. What is your his? This is the first Tolkien thing we've done. I have, you, in the 20 years we've been friends, mm-hmm. you know I don't like The Lord of the Rings. You don't like The Lord of the Rings movies, is where I'm going The movies are fine. Really? I have no actual objection yours... to the movies. Really? I thought you hate the movies. The movies are fine. Okay. That if, if, you, if, like you, if, if you made me sit down and watch them, if you made me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be bummed. If you asked me, do I want to watch them, I'd be like, fuck no. Mm. But. 
you are more of a fan than I have. What is your association with these? And have you read The Hobbit before growing up? Where did you first come across Tolkien and The Hobbit? Yeah, uh, with me and The Hobbit, uh, I'm sure with like a, a bunch of people out there, like our generation and even like the generations before, like my dad introduced me to The Hobbit like yeah. when I was a kid. My parents S- tried to be there so many times. Supposedly, uh, my dad read to me and my brother uh, the entire Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I know he did that for Jurassic Park. Which See, is, that's cool. Which is which is crazy because I'm Jurassic Park is not for kids. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm wicked into that. Um, but which is which I still think is 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 crap because I was like, I remember you reading Jurassic Park. I don't remember you reading Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is long. I mean, I mostly got my parents read to me like like my mom read to me like Doctor Seuss shit. <laughs> yeah, you still are. And then they let me loose in bookstores saying buy whatever you want. And you immediately went to those Fifty Shades man. Yes, I did. So, Six years old. Um, so no, so like I so I grew up with that. I I. So I had so The Hobbit. Did you like, so like, did you like it? Well, here's the thing. Like, I grew up knowing what The Hobbit was. It's like everyone grows up, uh, like, knowing that The Godfather is the best movie in the world. Everyone grows up knowing that uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings are, like, the biggest 20th century novels mm-hmm. in, you know, in the 20th century. Yeah. Um, if but if like, you're in a household that loves books and movies. For for me, and this was, and this is even back, for going back from even when I was a kid. Yeah. I always distinctly remember what impressed me more, what impressed upon me more. That was more impressive. Impressed upon me more. I blew out the mic. Uh, was the that was a very random series of words. I'm not sure what you mean. Was the Rankin Bass cartoon? Oh yes. Which I, which I love. It's really weird when you go back and look at this, especially because it has like commercial breaks. I ha- yeah no I have I have nothing but fond memory. I remember one of my earliest memories as a child mm-hmm. is. A Brooklyn apartment in, uh, gosh, um, Bensonhurst, Bay Ridge, mm-hmm. and borrowing that those those tapes, the Rankin and Bass. Was it Rankin and Bass? Rankin Bass. No, that was it. Was a Rankin and Bass. Was Rankin and Bass. Rankin and Bass did the claymation things. This is claymation um, things. No, yeah. no, Rankin Bass. Are did you the sure? Hobbit. Yeah. Like, okay, let's find out. All right. Uh, wait, we can't both look it up. One of us has to be talking. Well, right. no, we can cut well, it I'll, out. I'll, I'll, I'll talk. No, I don't like cutting things out. <laughs> why? Because you have to do your job? Because. Is that why? Because. Jesus yeah, Rankin Bass right there, motherfuckers. Sorry, it's Rankin Bass. 1977, okay? Oh. And... Precursor to Stuart Ghibli. Yeah, Precursor. Yeah, didn't you know? I don't know what I'm that. thinking about. Yeah. Anyway, so, so I remember watching these things. I'm and right. absolutely being fucking terrified of them. <laughs> so scared. Oh. I remember being... I, it scared me so much that for the first... 11 years of my life, if you started singing Frodo of the Nine Fingers, <laughs> I'd probably run and hide. Wow. It was oh, scary. That was also from the Return of the King movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because I, I remember the cold open <laughs> of, the, of the Return was... of the King movie yeah. where it's like they're all chilling back in the Shire mm-hmm. and someone's like, Frodo, where is your ring finger? And Frodo the Nine, nine fingers, fingers and the Ring of Doom. And like, like looking back at that. Why now, does he have nine like, fingers? I would love to own those on VHS, as we discussed as we discussed last week. Oh. I, I, I purchased. Yeah. Because they're so cool. No, yeah, I definitely had those. Also, did you ever have? There was a like an like a also seventies or eighty movie. It was like it was like a it was just from that to like him being tortured in the tower. <laughs> yeah, man. And I remember so clearly the shot of like shirtless like little. Frodo wriggling while orcs are torturing him. Yeah, man. Sorry, you were saying. But uh, did you know? Did you ever see the, uh, the the Lord of the Rings animated film, where it was it like they ran? It's really weird. It was supposed to be. It was an overly ambitious thing. They were supposed to do all of Lord of the Rings, but instead they did they did all of Fellowship. They did some of the Two Towers, and then they just had an ending. So to the point and where like not it, the Rankin and Bass. It, it, no, it wasn't. It was like rotoscoped. Uh, I'll show oh. you this. I'll show you this. Maybe I'm sure. I'll there's put a, a link to uh, it in the in the show notes. Uh, or just YouTube. I mean, put a link in the show notes. I'll work. A, I'll show you that afterwards. But basically, like that one was weird because it just looked fucking weird to me. That like, I don't I don't think I was ever scared about anything specifically. I loved the thing. Daniel with, like, as a child was never scared. Yeah, never. It well, was like no, I was daredevil. Super, I was so scared. I was scared of aliens. I had a I had a friend who, like, he was, me? was being visited by aliens, and he would tell me about it all the time. Was and we you? were always worried about being visited by aliens when we were hanging out in the middle of the day. Good God! So I'm still I'm still I still have this weird thing about like being scared of aliens because of just a childhood fear. Sure. I don't. I'm. I'm doing wrong. It's not real. I don't always. I don't actually actively think that but always have like that nagging fear in the back of my oh, head oh i got you that's that's your version of catholicism where i'm always afraid of god <laughs> yeah that's my catholicism aliens aliens so 
Uh, but that said, I, I... So when did you first read this? Well, I don't even remember the first time I've ever read I don't even know. Have you read this before? I, yeah. I also think that we read this for, for like, middle school or something Yeah, like I'm that. in eighth grade or so. so. Certain classes were assigned this. Yeah. Well, basically, like, it's, it's like trying to remember the first time you That's saw... That's how long we've known each other. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like remembering the first time you saw Star Wars, where it's like, I don't remember. I've just always been watching it, you know? Really? Because for me, like... Books are different. Books became a thing that you, I earned because watching things. I, I've, I've said repeatedly, especially in Sex and Violence, uh, um, a couple of movies like Back to the Future, um, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. There are times there are there are no points in my memory where I have not seen these movies. Yeah, and that's that's and for me. this like reading The Hobbit. I mean, I meant actively. Well, your, actively. Your dad said he he read them to you, but you debate this. I, no, I don't. I don't when know. When's the first well, time you remember reading this? He, I, was it I, for school? I honestly think that was the, that was the first time I remember actively reading it, but I. They, like, The Hobbit has never been new to me, <laughs> you well, know? Then, let, me, let me ask this question. Okay. How did your class, I think it was eighth grade. No, I have no idea. I don't remember Oh, I'm about to all. ask you. How did they how, react How is yours? It? Do you remember? No, we didn't read it in my eighth grade class. Okay. We read something else. I remember, I think that was the book that, uh, we'll just call Mrs. Q. I'm sure she's dead. But uh, she's nuts. But she was an English teacher. And she was so fucking, like, manic. In the sense where, like, she would, she was, like, super, like, ah, you know, I love books and I love my students. And the next moment she would be like, how dare you? You are so rude. She loved me because I I read. She hated me because I hated school. She loved me because I was, for some reason, for some reason she loved me because she singled me out for being the quiet one. I remember she said that. And I was like. Okay, sure. Yeah. And then she hated me because I was I couldn't find my book. And I think it was The Hobbit. Uh-huh. And I went, there's a big pile of her books that, like, you know, they had, like, the numbers written on the bottom. Sure. I went to go look for them. And she came in and she goes, how dare? And she goes, that like, I'm sitting on my, t- I'm terrified at my desk. And she's like, that was the rudest thing anyone has ever done to me. Yeah, I hated her. She was, I can't believe, I can't believe some people are around children. Like, 10 are allowed out around of 10 children. hated I mean, her. Seriously. Yeah. She's so fucking weird. Funnily enough, I believe I'd think she was awesome if I met her today. I, no, I bet if you met her she now, hated you're just kids. like, she's so fucking She weird. hated kids. That, that was just true. She did? I'm sure she did. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so, um, so that, that's my thing. That's uh, the first time you read it. Uh, then basically, we, in short, uh. Uh, then I saw Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, the movies, like, I was never really familiar with, like, everything that happened like then. because 03? Uh, the movies, they were 01 to 03. Mm. Um, and don't make that noise. See, Boo. this is what I mean. How do you, like, every time I mention Lord of the Rings, you go, ugh. And now to be Oof. like, no, I don't hate them. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe I hate them. You hate them. I you, might hate you them. You actively deride I them. I might hate them. Yeah, you do. You gleefully... Well, no, the more I think about it critically, the more I'm like, why do I hate these? They're just an awesome trilogy They're... of some weird fantasy shit. I love I love Lord of the Rings more than... I might hate fantasy. I, I think you do. I think that's what it is. I um, like folklore. I, I love mythology. I might hate active fantasy. Well, here's the thing. I mean, is Harry Potter fantasy? Yes, it is. Then I love Harry Potter. Well, here's the thing. Um... I also do not like fantasy, mm-hmm. but I I've always wanted to give things I've always wanted to give fantasy genres credit. Like I wanted to get into those Glenn Cook books because on paper <laughs> they sound cool, but like they really they're did not. Sound cool. They're not. They're not that good. They that don't might have been the thing I've hate. I, I spoiler alert. I did not enjoy reading this book. Mm-hmm. I had hoped that reading this would change my mind. It did not. Okay. And that's like the Glenn Cook thing. Shadow of All Night Falling. That was the thing I I I, I would rather read two Deathlands books then read another Glenn Cook book in that series. I think, yeah, and I'm like shocked by that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, did, I also didn't I also didn't like it. I hated Shadow of All Night Fall. But like, but I'm like, I don't hate it that much. Jeez, man. I think I hate fantasy. I think you do, especially if you didn't like this. Because honestly, I, I read this again and like I have more complicated, like it, it's so weird to, it's like trying to watch A New Hope again and trying to see it with fresh eyes. It's like, I can't. Except imagine if like there was like a television adaptation of Star Wars mm-hmm. that you have really fresh in your mind. Well, see the thing, and, and it's really hard to like. It's really hard to to cut everything else out and just only focus on this thing. Be, but I can't read anything in this book without reminding, remembering Rankin Bass, the Peter Jackson Hobbit trilogy, sure. Lord of the Rings, and all these other things. Like it's so hard not to to divorce so, that. I'm trying to figure out what I still don't like about reading this, yeah. and a lot of it so much I think is I don't like the way he writes. It's it's um, I straight up don't like it. So much of it, it's kind of like your objections to um, Cinderella the movie, where uh-huh. you're like, that's bad. Story storytelling and i'm like you can't blame it for being bad storytelling it's a fairy tale 
And in this case, and this I, isn't I a actually, fairy tale. This is a fucking dude. This is a fairy. This is a fairy tale. No, no, no. Cinderella is a star for as a folk tale that dates back to Grimm. Yep. This is not. This is a 1930s man who knows how to write a story. Who instead he's writing children's literature. No, see, children's literature. That's not an excuse because I enjoy Harry Potter. This is well, the whole thing is a lot of him saying incidentally, and then now this happened, and then now this happened, and then now this happened, and. I don't like the format. I don't like the voice. I don't like what it fixates on. I don't like the descriptions. I don't like the characters. I don't like the point. And at no point am I just like, wow, what a great moment. Yeah, and... I think I hate this. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, I, I, and I'm kind of on the opposite camp for that. Well, why? Explain, sell me on this. This is sol- Why should I like this? This is solid children's literature. I think more than anything, the, the hardest thing would... The, the thing that I actually wanted to kind of lead us to is that, like... Is this something that like kids today can get into? Like because it's 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 children's literature, but also back when children can read. Sure. Because I mean, we we can barely read compared to how people can read like almost a hundred fucking years ago yeah. at this point. I mean, not 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 that you asked, but when I was a little kid, I started reading. Well, this. Yeah, we we ju- I meant to ask, but we yeah, also like kind of went, we kind of kept going. My, my parents <laughs> wanted me to read this from a little age, mm-hmm. and um, they read this in the seventies when they were in their twenties. And I thought, and they tried to make me read it. And even then, I couldn't get behind it. For, for me, my, my favorite, the, the, the formative fantasy literature for me is the Chronicles of Prydain. Because those read very simplistically. Um, there's not, there's very little description. And it's just straight up. Here is this character. Here's what's next. I feel like reading this. Why is this so long? Why is this not... 300 pages shorter. I don't give a shit about what's happening of all these dwarves. That it, I think every 50 pages, there is a scene where someone recaps the story to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so... Well, that's the that's the children's literature aspect. I love, got, they're okay, constantly going back and Let me, let me like, put it this way. <laughs> I love the beats. Uh-huh. I love reluctant hero forced to be a burglar mm-hmm. i love he goes he is forced to join them i love um meeting Gollum. i love sp- fighting sp- going to meeting the elves i love meeting the uh going to um uh what's what's next of the spiders fart eater um the the uh the eagles <laughs> okay. and then after the eagles there well, no, is was... the spiders yeah, yeah. etc <laughs> and then there's smaug and then the battle i guess the battle's an afterthought. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a good reason for the battle because, like, if the whole thing, the end, tri- the end, the end goal was just to get gold and to just kind of like make it be like, oh well, gold isn't just like a isn't like a valiant thing to kind of go. So sure. just the idea that when they get all the gold, everyone just fights over it and yeah. you know, and like the guy who wanted the gold the most dies. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, but, I I liked I liked the idea of the story. It just, it just, I, I feel like I am reading page after page and nothing's really happening. Don't get me wrong, like, what you're describing, I feel like that's how I felt trying to read Fellowship of the Ring, where, sure. like, I just couldn't get into it. See, for, that's what I that... always hope, that The Hobbit would be better than, because like, that's, I've tried to read Fellowship, mm. and that is exactly the same problem. Blah, 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 now we're a team. Blah, 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 Tom Bombadil. Well, yeah, fucking Tom Bombadil. Fucking Tom fucking Bombadil. Who gives a fucking shit? I'd also, I also don't really care that much for Bjorn. Yeah, the bear guy? <laughs> yeah, the bear guy. Who, who fucking cares? He, he kind of, they kind of went on. Well, the whole... Okay, well, here's the thing. The Hobbit, the book specifically, is very episodic. It um, is. It's very episodic, and it's clearly... Uh, I would dare. I would say like this. There, this is like how like a, basically a novel should feel, especially a twentieth century novel feels, where it's an adventure story where he's making it up as he goes along, like the actual story beats. And it, oh, see, I accept it, that. It, it That's feels, fine. It feels like that, and I do appreciate the fact that I feel like no one's willing to concede that to me. What's that? He's making it up as he goes. Yeah. Well, no, that's 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 a not that's how you know uh, uh, King did the Pe- Dark Tower. People, and everything. T- people talk about this like it's the Bible. One, if if you tell me, like you if you defend it like oh it was like the Dark Tower, well, he really scrambled a lot. That I'm like okay, I accept that. That's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, clearly like, I'm he's... not along for the journey. I'm just annoyed. Well, I, again, like no, I mean, he's yeah, he's making it up as he goes, but um, but basically what I'm saying. Actually, I don't remember what I was saying about that. <laughs> uh, but no, no, basically, I, I, he did. I, I did kind of like, like appreciate that where he was just making. He was just like the actual journey itself. He was making up, but clearly, I guess he had like a, a good idea about what to do, beginning, middle, end. Especially in terms of like the or- overarching arcs. Like I actually do appreciate this, especially because again, I have. I, I, you have not seen them. I've seen all three Hobbit movies. You did. I did. Um, How are they? Uh, 
Who was who was Poldark? What? Who was Poldark? Which one's Poldark again? Poldark is well, no, Poldark's the yeah, guy. No, he's, oh, who's who's what's his name? Extremely sexy guy, McGee. There's this, this movie is name? filled with Englishmen. Oh God! Also, damn it. are there any chicks in this book? <laughs> no, there aren't. Right? Okay. Absolutely not. All right, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was thinking, about, I, I was wondering if like did I Aiden pre- Turner? Uh oh, he was um he was I think uh, one of the hobbits. I think he was no he uh, was one of, he was one of the dwarves. Dwar- uh, dwarves, that's right. Sorry, he was uh he was Keely. Yeah, Keely. He was the he was like the weirdly like handsome one who had a completely unnecessary love and uh, relationship with um Kate from Lost. Why? Why? Because they wanted to add in a character uh, Kate for Lost and which was fine, but they had to give her. Why was they had this to, not they one had movie? To, they had to make her a love interest. Well, here's the Why thing. Why was Guillermo del Toro? The, I mean, while we're talking about wish scenarios. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, okay. Well, he, here's the thing about the, the the movies as as they are, essentially like they're not bad. It's just clearly like a piece, like a solid piece of butter Money grab. on a comically large piece of toast. Where essentially mm-hmm. it's like they took this and then they kind of smeared it this like so thin. And, like, anything else that... If you want to talk about, like, for example, Kate from Lost being a love interest to... Ke- I don't know what Lord, that is. Like, Kate from Lost, the movie... They I show never Lost. watched Lost. You're right? Okay, whatever. Um, but, uh... Oh, uh, 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 the Wasp. What's her name? Eventually oh, Lily. Cool. Yeah, eventually like Lily was Kate from Lost. Yeah. Like, um... But, like, if you were to say... If you were to... Like, I feel like anytime you want to talk about that, like, speak being specific about, like, critiquing certain things, it's, like, that's kind of almost nitpicking because it's, like, the whole thing was kind of doomed from the start because its major problem is that it took this, which is, like, this this tiny, like, kind of, like, really... Not like, tiny. Wonder, wonderful. It is tiny. We've read tiny This book. is... This book... This is Gabriel Gabriel tiny. made it sound like it was 600 pages this long. Was it's 300 slog. pages. It's 300 this pages. This was the longest 300 pages. This it was is, a it's, it's not that... It's not that long. I do not, I do not share that sentiment, but... Every page, one thing but, happens. But... That's 100 words. But... Not 100 words. That's, like, 300. Okay. But... You <laughs> back my point. <laughs> Thank you. But... Um, but the thing is, like, uh, it, it's it's this, this tiny story about a hobbit who, uh, in its very like like lighthearted fashion, gets kind of like uh, uh, cajoled into going on an adventure, and he goes and becomes from, a hero. And uh, the way that this is set up is that the hobbits are supposed to be something like he gets en- his sting. They're like Englishmen, where like they don't like it's like ah oh, we don't want to go on adventures. We're over here eating biscuits and drinking sure. tea. That's all he wants. And as it goes along, I'm Martin he, Freeman. He clearly becomes like a like a more adventurous person to the point where like the spiders thing, where he's the one who saved everybody. Yeah, he just like, spider dudes. He, he becomes like essentially a warrior, which is also very different from what happens with Frodo and such. Yada yada sure. yada. Sure. But like it, it took that, and then it made it like a Lord of the Rings movie movies, where like there's just so like there's a tableau of characters, and the story about the Hobbit is no longer the story about the Hobbit. It's now the story of Middle Earth, which is it's just I don't know bummer. It's... Right. So let's swipe away the movies. So yeah. Daniel, it's, it's, that's this a is huge your this is your first time reading this book T to B yeah. since middle school. That's the book. How did you like it? Uh, I liked it enough, but then again, like I I said, like I I thought it was like a breezy enough read. Um, but I had a hard time getting into it because I know everything that happens in it already. And I think I was more interested in hitting those points that I didn't remember. Because I keep mm-hmm. I keep thinking that Bjorn is Tom Bombadil. <laughs> I also still don't know who Tom Bombadil is. By the he's way. kind of he's kind of like a, mythical, friendly dude of the woods. Punch. He's a punching. He's a comic. Pun, he's like, a, he's, he's like part like fairy, part Hobbit. I think. Is that what he is? I think so. I don't know. Okay. So so like there's like little things that I don't necessarily remember. Like for example, I forgot that. When they go to smog, they fuck up. They, they steal a cup, and like the dragon gets pissed and eats their horses and shit. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't remember that. Oh boy, he ate all his ponies. Yeah, um, sure. Th- and I feel like there was a, a bigger one early on. Um, I also picked up a couple typos in this version that I have My because I think I, I think this was uh, modeled after the original text before it was like corrected or everything. Yeah, mine's a, mine's the seventy fifth anniversary edition. Uh, maybe it's probably the same to be honest. Yeah. With you. I don't know. But um, but no. Uh, so like there were little things like that. Other than that, like I, I didn't. I didn't find it as engaging because, again, I knew the story too well, and and so I, you, I can't, you can't divorce your history from it. I can't divorce my history from I, it. I it's, tried my best to yeah. divorce my history from it to approach it as something new, and I didn't like it. Yeah. If you if this was a new book that came out today, I would this not is, like it. No, this is. A, I would tell you this is a bad book. Well, here's what I mean about like would kids it's not today? Bad. I'd be, be bored. Would kids be interested in it? I feel like a kid might be interested in it, but to be honest, this is. This is definitely like for kids from the 1930s and like maybe mid 20th century where like it's not necessarily 
I, I don't know if kids would get into this because I feel like right now there's like there's especially with like teen fiction and YA, which is a genre I do not like. Oh, but which I do like. You like that, but I I don't like that. I I feel like for me in my uh, snootiness, there's there's children's literature and then like adult literature. Sure. Or or some that You're not like wrong. go between them, but like teen literature is like this weird thing that very specifically aims like the mindset of like younger people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so that's me so, being snooty. No, I think um, but, I think this does a thing that I just don't appreciate. Well, well, here, well, here's the thing. Like, like this, like, I read this and I'm like, oh, this is wonderful children's literature. I don't know if this is children's literature all it's that much anymore. Not. Like, I, I, it's, I feel like it's almost too old fashioned to like really be like read for. I don't know. Well, I, I'm curious about that. Like, don't get me wrong, kids, kids are better readers than adults today. I, I suppose for the most part, like they have like better open minds for this. Hope I, I'm assuming. I don't actually don't really know. But, like, I'm wondering if, like, is, like, does that mean that kids can actually get into this more? Or is this going to be something where, like, they read this and it reads, like, a book from 100 years ago? See, I'm, I'm always open to being wrong. Let that let that never be a question. Yeah, tweet I, at Gabriel. I love being wrong. Tweet at Gabriel. Tweet, tweet at me, guys. Message at me, baby, underscore, underscore, Mara. Convince me why this is good. Cause... No, you can't. No, no one can ever do that. You're not going to change your mind. If you didn't enjoy it, no one's going to say like, this is like, what are they going to mathematically prove it's good? Well, no, for me, tell me how I should appreciate it. That there, I think that that's a reasonable question is you can really like, for example, um, if you we just saw the incredible movie Cold War <laughs> and we watched that blank slate. I didn't know anything about it. And having and I, we we walked away loving it because we have a very strong film education between the two of us. Yeah. But it's only so much better now knowing the subtext of the movie. That if you tell me there's actually a subtext of, here's how you read this thing. It's as if it is a 1940s folklore book created by this thing. Con- how about this question? Convince me this isn't bad writing. Because I think this is bad writing. Yeah, I don't know about that. And to be like, because for me this is excruciatingly boring world building mm-hmm. featuring characters who don't matter. Well, the 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 the, the only thing I can say about this, because again, no one's gonna. If you had that opinion, no one's gonna prove. No one's gonna change your mind. I want them to try. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. That's such a, a fool's errand. Anyway, but um, because I love. You know, I love classics. You know, I, I have more of a tolerance for for like for for nineteenth century literature than you do. Well, I he, love I love my Austins. A, I love Dickens. I love Stoker. Here's the thing that I was actively thinking this because I knew you weren't gonna like it. Because you, you don't know, like I, fantasy. <laughs> well, no, see, again, I, I, I even got behind Chronicles of Narnia. I knew you were not going to like this. And I love, you know, and I will and I, I will go to bat every day of the week for the Chronicles of Perdane. And I think the only reason you like Chronicles of Perdane is because you read that as a kid. <laughs> so, no, I tried to read this as a kid. I tried reading Chronicles of Perdane, failed. like, back in Pennsylvania, and I couldn't get as into it. As a kid? It. No, I didn't. I never, no, I didn't. I didn't know what Chronicles of Perdane was until, like, four years ago, to be honest I with tried you. this as a kid. Didn't like it. I tried that, the Chronicles for Dane as a kid. Loved it. That's kind of strange that you you, you didn't you didn't get into this as a kid. No, I don't like. Yeah, no, I don't like this as an adult. I don't like it as a kid. Okay, but this is boring. But no, here's the thing. I what was actively running through my head because I kind of knew you weren't gonna like this. I was really thinking that like Gabe's not gonna like this. How does he not like this? But he can stomach the first Harry Potter book. Because I think the the first Harry Potter book happens to tap into I guess it's it's not even a matter of modern no, attitudes. Yeah. Um, I like Bilbo, so that's a thing that's already in. Um, I feel like I'm not into Harry Potter until he gets the Hogwarts, and I guess it comes down to the Hobbit. I don't feel like the book fills in well enough why I should care about why Bilbo goes on this journey because it tells you all of a sudden Gandalf has manipulated him into going by the way you're late now go that I feel like we're incidentally being told why we should be along for the ride whereas I feel like when it comes to Harry Potter I feel horrible for Harry right away I hate the Dursleys right away and I, I, I want Harry to win right away if it comes down to weird old story mechanics, Bilbo just wants to go home. In only in the start. Well, it's only in the start. In in a, in a sense, and this is actually something that the like again. Sorry to bring it up, but like the kind of the You're adaptation, not sorry. the kind of adaptation of the movie. And we're also running along, so we should go on break soon. Oh no! But um, like kind of did a very smart thing about. Basically, him saying, I don't want to be involved with this, but the fact that when it's mentioned in this, 
that he has like this mother who's part of the Took family. Yes. So he has adventure in his veins, which is very odd for hobbits. So mm-hmm. like in the movie, it's more explicitly stated that like that he is socially acting like, no, I don't want to be along with this, but there's something inside him that always actually craved for seeing what's beyond the Shire. Can so, I say this? But weirdly enough, okay. more than anything, this made me want to see the movies. <laughs> and you know what? You know what I've said before is that like nothing made me appreciate the Hobbit movies than seeing the awful Aquaman movie. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 I think now, now that I've they're not, sped they're not, read they're this not book, that, they're really not that good. You're like, not gonna if, like if there is a phantom edit, if there is, if someone wants to cut together one movie out of three, I will. If it's a three-hour movie, I'll pony up dollars right away. I, I, yeah, I feel like I feel like, like people Martin have been Freeman, doing that. But doing cool. I, Martin, I, I, Martin Freeman I, is great as Bilbo, by the way. No, like, I believe it. I, 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 you know, I YouTube the the scene between um, like there are so many great scenes in this. Yeah, like the scene with um, like especially um, Bilbo talking to Smaug. That's a great scene. That's uh, fucking fantastic. The, in, uh, and I watch thing... it on YouTube. It's 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 um, it's Benny Cumberland and uh, and match. Martin Freeman doing their thing. And yeah. it, I'm like this is great and it's the same it's the same thing with like one and then of, in the book the, he happens to die off screen what smog yeah yeah um the uh the it's the same guy th- named the bar the same thing some, some dude like, who the fuck are you some random who dude who gives a shit well again like this is also kind of like the i'm already a history textbook the it's just like that's always like the kind of frustrating thing where it doesn't fall it this this book but i mean what i mean is i give this book credit for like clearly being made up as it goes along because look at something like that. Like this isn't someone who fucking like goddamn read Joseph Campbell's thing and yeah. <laughs> and also read like his like story. Robert McKee's story. He, he, like uh uh, uh J- J.R. Tolkien does not have like a uh, fucking Dan Harmon's story wheel tattooed sure. in his arm. Who like, who would have that? Uh, uh I don't know. Just just some just some total d. Some fucking pervert. But uh but no he like he's clearly making the story up as he goes to the point where like Smog. Which to my, I don't give, I don't blame him for that because like seeing Smog get killed isn't that exciting, like to read. Sure. You know? It's just that's that's a big wider argument we could have another time about like how action is depicted on a page where it rarely ever is exciting or whatever. Yeah, I, I really but, uh, hate the way, like like this this like, like even the, even the narration reads like, and then he's and then once and then it it reads, in a weird like, past tense that reads oddly, uh, uh, like. I'm 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 not sure if I can well, explain. Well, I tell properly. you what, let's let's go on break because uh, we're going on forever, and I think we're, oh, just, no. we're just we're just spinning our wheels. Uh, let's go on break, and when we come back, we're gonna point, do final thoughts, all right? All right? So, go to break. Okay. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Dear listener readers, Darren, back again. We are back again. Back again with Orchrist. What? Orchrist. That's um. Uh, that's one of the swords in this. I don't fucking beater. No, there's one. Biter. Like they all had like multiple names and everything like that. Sure. Um, the Goblet Cleaver. We are slow readers. That's us. That's the Literature Podcast. Uh, brought to you by Top Gun Radio and also Pepsi Cola. Anyway. Oh no. <laughs> no. Um, but I can tell you. Let's do final thoughts, Gabriel. Sure. Uh, final thoughts. You only have two minutes to spread your vial. Go Sounds on. good. Bio, um, Daniel. Um, I, I wanted to like this i really did so i'm so sorry for people out there who always wanted me to like the lord of the rings and i tried i really tried boy i hated this i hated this 10 out of 10 i hated this i, I mean I'm, i i always keep in mind i'm wrong the rest of the world is probably right and i'm wrong something jingling what is that that wasn't me is that what is that what's that noise yeah which one what's that my necklace is that is that your necklace is that your chair okay whatever sorry go ahead anyway okay um <laughs> I, I wished I liked this, but I, I think it's just fundamentally, it's not what I like, which I feel is such a weird cop-out, but it's just true. I just don't like this book. I don't like the way he writes, and I don't like the story. I find it boring, full stop. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yes. Um, to be honest, I also don't like the way J.R.R. Tolkien writes, really. It's not my style. It's wonderful world it's very, building. It's very, it's very English, but as much as I couldn't get into Lord of the Rings, I got in, I got into The Hobbit. I really did. And I like this, and I'm very curious what people feel 
if like they can get younger people Do into people this. Do these people like reading history textbooks about things that didn't happen? It's, I mean, okay. It's one of the most popular books in the in the world. So everybody, uh, so I everybody, like history not, books. This isn't this isn't just for boring uh, history. I, I, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I hate it. I know you said that many times, Gabriel. I just don't. I but I don't want to hate it. I want to love it. Uh huh. It's like fish. I want to yeah. love fish. Oh, the music. The band. Why? I kind of <laughs> like fish. Why would why would I not want to be part of a movement that brings people incredible joy? Because it's a stupid movement. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, see, fish music is bad. If if I if like I, 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 I want the world to please me, and when it doesn't please me, I am furious why I'm not happy. So my final thoughts, not yours. Your final thoughts. So my final thoughts. No, I, I liked it quite a bit. I found it really fucking hard to divorce this just from like the like the myriad things that are attached to this. It's so, like I found like. Like, I got into it pretty quickly, and then I had a hard time staying with it just because of that. And again, uh, I'm not a huge, huge fan of Tolkien. However, like, I remember, like, for example, the songs in this are at least, like, relevant to what's happening. Where I feel like, I remember, sure. hey, don't get me wrong, I feel like when I, I feel like Lord of the Rings, like, someone would sing a song and it had nothing to do with anything. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering Could it. Be. Don't get me wrong. Lord of the Rings is also on the list. So. Sure. And it's not, it's not Fellowship of the Rings, Two Towers, Return of the... Dragon? What the fuck? Uh, Return of the uh, uh, Jedi? What's it? King. King. Return of the King? Return of the Jedi? It's, it's Lord of the Rings. Return of the Dragon? <laughs> Return of the Dragon. Bruce Lee's seminal film. <laughs> Fellowship of the Rings, Two Towers, and Return of the Dragon. I would love that. Starring a... Uh, uh, oh. Maybe it's kind of like um, friend of the show, Sean Hayes, and his love of oh, you Dragon know, Age. I tell you what, if you want to have an argument over over The Hobbit... Uh, Talk to Sean Hayes. I feel like he. I feel like he's a major hobbit. Well, fan. let's reach out to our previous guests and future guests if they want to pick one out of the Strand eighty to make us do, because like like something like Dragon Age, which again you and I both hate. Oh, the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That some people love, and bo- I I haven't even gotten like an hour into that game. I just think it's boring. It's I, I forgot how far I got into the first one. And when I hear oh, about Inquisition, like yeah, when I hear about the story beats that happen later on, I'm like, that sounds awesome. Mm. But as it is, don't throw me into a world and tell me how I should feel. Make me feel it. Yeah, but um, well, and 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 that said, like, well, speaking of which, like, I again, I also I'm not a huge fan of uh, fantasy stories. Like even even something like the uh dragon age well dragon age is a story being told to you it's not very exactly. it's not very engaging that would be my argument of that whole that entire yeah. fucking game also but, I, i'm surprised you, you didn't get into chronicles of perdane i'd love to discuss that with you yeah no i just i, I don't wrong you always tell me to like skip ahead or whatever but it's, like it's i started slow i started reading like the first one and i was like yeah no the first one is the worst one it doesn't really get good till four okay all right it's but they're sh- they're kids books people they're have been actual, telling me that about the dumb harry potter they're books straight too. up children's books and they they are like three shits worths of reading all right all right but um what's that okay. just hangers okay, uh so we are in top gallon walking We're closet, closet walking but, no, but uh but top basically gallon like, city walk but basically top gallon walk top gallon walk top gallon walk um the yeah no no but uh it's it's like it's a, I feel like it, it's, the it Hobbit would be a, sucks come at us it would be no just come at Gabriel Gabriel's the one Hobbit who hates sucks it. come at me hell, hell I kind of like the movies even though again like you you will not like the movies there's, I'm there's sure I hate yeah it. if you if you didn't like this this is this is the movies but focused gross <laughs> um but no uh, what I was trying to say before we brought up fucking Dragon Age <laughs> but um but like no we're like I I find it so not like I'm not interested in stories about like you know chosen ones uh prophetic stuff mm-hmm. that like i do appreciate this especially in trying to put my mind in like when like the originality of this where sure. it is a fairy tale story that is also an adventure story and i love the scale too. I, I like i like the scale you're right the scale it's very straightforward and it's simple mm-hmm. and I, that's what i kind of i find this very charming like, if you told me this is the story of a little, little hobbit guy who becomes, who gets mistaken for a burglar and who gets joined on a quest, who steals treasure from a dragon and then helps fight an army and then goes home, I'd be like, that sounds awesome. And then I'd read it and be like, why? That's not the fucking book. The book is him getting being hungry and then they starve for 30 pages and then something happens. Then he starves for 30 more pages then he walks. I was expecting a, I was expecting the dark tower and instead what I got was the road. 
Solid. People solid. People starving. <laughs> nice. That's because the road nice. is mostly people starving. I love you, Cormac McCarthy. But the, the point of the book was starving. Boy. The point of the book's not so the point of the, the point of the book is that there's no adventure in the post-apocalypse. Just so you yeah, starving. I'm, I'm wicked into that. Anyway, so uh, so let's stop talking Wrap about it up. Uh, let's stop talking about the Hobbit. Uh, now let's do this very quickly. Let's roll for the next Strand eighty book. We All we right. might not do this this coming week. But uh, but we're gonna do this next time we we'll do. We'll see how long it is. I have the list. Gabriel Ronger, blankety blank. Okay, here we go. Start <laughs> making the weird noise. Roll. Nineteen. Uh oh. One second. We're getting very close to uh, Ayn Rand territory. <laughs> yeah, just because like there's like four Ayn Rand books. Um. Okay. Mixed feelings about this. Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, cool. Which we have not done for the show. No, we did Cat's Cradle. Yeah, okay. Sure. Right. Awesome. Right. Slaughterhouse Five. That's, that's also, sure. The book's slow. That's short as fuck. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so... Uh, label them correctly this time. Damn. Okay, fuck you. All right, so next time, Strain 80, Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut fucking Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an author, this is the third time we're doing him, but Gabriel has not complained because he's selfish. I love but, him. Uh, you're like, oh, you're like, hey, cool. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's how you sound like. I sound like an anime girl. Yes. That's cool. pretty fair. Remember when we were doing That's on My List and we were talking about Hayao Miyazaki and with Ibrahim and Ibrahim called Miyazaki Miyazaki-san and you and me both went, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, both Eve. went like, ugh, at the same time. <laughs> oh, Eve. Oh, Eve. Friend of the show, Ibrahim. Eve, get Omar. on the show. Get we on the need show, him dude. back. Ibrahim is a um, independent documentary filmmaker out of New York City. Check him Brooklyn. out. He's the best. Yes. Uh, he's no. also a fucking goober. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> you fucking dork. Gabriel? Yes, Daniel. Do your plugs. Hello, everyone. I don't really have much to plug. Follow me on Instagram, I guess, at baby underscore underscore Mara. I hope to get into the Los Angeles community scene soon. But besides that, if you feel like it, please check out the uh, back catalog of Sex and Violence, the weekly punk rock movie podcast <laughs> featuring, Ryan. rest in peace, Ryan Snyder, beautiful Ryan. man he was. Um, if you like, please check out, Um, gosh, let me, let me find this thing quick. Uh, damn it! Hold on. Bing bong bong, bing bong bing bong bong, bing bong bing bong bong, bing 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 bong 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 bong, bing bong 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 bong. What the fuck are you looking up? Jesus Christ! Hold on. God damn it! Here we go. It's loading. Oh come on! All right, everyone. If you feel like it, uh, once again, please check out the Sex and Violence back catalog. That's Sex Plus Violence. But if you'd like, um, um, so as we've said before, co-host of Sex Supply, Sex Plus Violence, Ryan Snyder passed away. Um, so if you want to donate to a 5K, his widow and sister are running. Um, go to events.donors1.org and find the team Ryan's Goslings, possessive Ryan's. Goslings. What's a 5K? Hmm? What is a 5K? You run 5,000 meters. Oh, okay. I think so. But look for Ryan's Goslings. Look for um, uh, Noel Snyder, Ashley Snyder, Carol Snyder. And um, donate some money to this thing. It's a wonderful cause. They want to donate to... Uh, they're running for uh, the Donor Dash in Philadelphia on Sunday, April 14th. And they're trying to raise awareness for donation and health in that way. Yeah. So please do. And I want to also give that a shout out. Oh, uh, <laughs> Alfred did all the work. Yep, you did all the work. You spent five minutes looking it up on your phone. That's all right. Yeah. It was important. The, uh, yeah, I don't have much to plug. Uh, follow us on Twitter on top, at TopGount Radio. Follow the Slow Readers Instagram at Slow Readers. Uh, follow my Amazon page, author's page, hey. Daniel Gonzalez Gonzalez. Hey. Uh, which, uh, yeah, do that. Um, hopefully I'll have more exciting things to talk about next time about that. Uh, not yet. I've been busy. Uh, so yeah, on that note, um, next week, uh, Kurt Vonnegut's fucking Slaughterhouse Five. Slaughterhouse Live. A book I almost forgot its title. Uh, Excelsior. Cool. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production. Executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com.